souls and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle and I am your host. I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am back with another episode for you and it is a special episode because I'm joined with a special guest, Afia from the Manifest Edit podcast. I am so grateful and honored to have Afia joining us today. She shares her experience with the law of attraction and manifestation and how to actually amplify the law of attraction. Afia is a mindset and manifestation coach as well, and I just know you guys are going to absolutely love her perspectives and hearing about her own personal journey. So I will also be leaving in the show notes below a link to her free training on the power of subconscious manifestation, as well as where to follow her on social media. So be sure to check that out. But without further ado, if you are ready for this exciting episode, then let's jump into it. Hello, Afia. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. I am so excited to have you on the podcast and to talk all things manifestation, my favorite topic, and I know it's one of yours too. So to kind of start off the podcast episode, I just kind of wanted to have you introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are and where they can find you. Absolutely. So hello, I'm Afia. I'm a mindset manifestation coach as well as podcast host of The Manifest Edit. And really my mission is about empowering women to really step into the most extraordinary versions of their lives and also to recognize that innate power within themselves and the ability to make it happen. I think often when people hear about manifestation, they feel like there's so much more that they need to do or so much more that they need to become. And I think a lot of what I focus on is reminding you what's already inside of yourself and how to expand on that and to make that grow. I love that so much. And so how did you get into manifestation? Was there any point in your life where you were kind of like you stumbled upon it or... Tell us a little bit about that. So I kind of had two entry points into this. Number one, I grew up in quite a spiritual household. When I was age 10, we were actually Buddhist for a little while as well. Um, And although Buddhism is different from spirituality, there are a lot of parallels. Um, My mom was into like birth charts and crystals and things like that. And then when I was 20, and for context, I'm now 28, I watched The Secret for the first time. And I was like, yes, this is it. (laughs) And it was like, I don't know it very much felt like a remembrance for me it didn't feel like this is totally crazy and I can't believe how this could ever happen this was like no I know like within my soul that this is true and I want to put it into action manifest my best life love that so much and I love that you were kind of you know already had family around you too that were spiritual and were into like the birth charts and crystals I think that's really cool um because I feel like so many who stumble upon this kind of path sometimes feel so alone Um, did you find that that was really helpful having people that were like, like like-minded or did you feel still kind of feel like out of place when it came to your spiritual path at times with friends? Oh yeah, I definitely did have, have parts where I felt kind of separate from everyone else. And I think 
uh, you know, most people do on their journey. And also because my mom passed away when I was 14. So I was actually orphaned at 14. So growing up already felt like quite othered in a way, not intentionally by other people, just from my situation. So when I did first stumble across manifestation, it was very much a personal journey. And uh, although I like share with my friends, you know, there does get a point when you're like, okay, I can't force people to like do anything. This is kind of something I have to do for myself. And then maybe you found as well that from other people kind of then looking in and watching your life, they're like, wait, how did you do that? Yes, exactly. I love that. It's kind of like, you know, just just go with the flow, let them come to you when they're ready. Cause yeah, you're right. People do kind of see you doing your thing. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, that, that seems pretty cool. And tell me more instead of just forcing it upon people. I love that. And I was following along a little bit, but did you have an experience with like going to college and university? Because I feel like when I was listening to some of your story, I kind of related to that in a sense. So I would love for you to kind of explain that a little bit to everyone. Yeah. So I was probably in my, actually it was like the end of my first degree um so I'd studied for four years at uni and I was getting to a place where I was beginning to feel a little bit lost because everyone was going off to do their grad jobs or go on to their next steps and it didn't really feel super clear for me and I didn't just want to do something for the sake of doing something um which is funny because then I went on to do a master's because I was like oh this will be a good chance just to figure out what I want to do and I never really wanted to do a master's in the first place um so that was a really challenging time for me because I had done that degree for the wrong reasons just like oh well like I'm relatively smart I guess I can just like ease my way through this degree and it was actually very challenging because I didn't like it at all and so it caused me to have like a lot of questions about like why I was doing things what my motivations were and what I actually wanted to create for myself moving forward and whether the things that I had been creating were for me or were to look good to other people or were to present a certain way. Yeah, I love that. And I think so many can relate to that, especially with how society set up. They kind of like push us to, you know, go get that degree. You'll never be successful without it. And so we kind of start thinking that way, those limiting beliefs that we can't do anything without that degree. But um, I don't know if you can really too, but I feel like even though I went to college and dropped out, I feel like that was still a stepping stone for me to kind of get to exactly where I am now. So I try to tell people, you know, like everything happens for a reason, even though I know sometimes that's not a great way to look at things. But with certain situations in my life, I can say, you know, if I didn't go to college and drop out, I would not be here doing what I'm doing today. So Mm, I don't know if you can relate to that. Totally. I think sometimes we have like, oh, it's going to happen in this completely linear way and everything's going to happen exactly as I've imagined it. And then like when something like one of the steps doesn't go according to plan, we think like the entire thing is going to fall through. But actually, it's just like a different route to getting there or to getting somewhere even better. Exactly. And I love that mindset and that perspective. I'm curious. I talked about this in my last episode for those who are listening, but I talked about human design. Have you ever looked up your human design? Yes, I'm a manifesting generator. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it because so am I. And we are not meant to like stick to one thing and we're meant to just follow our passion. And when we're not, we feel frustrated and stuck. So as since having this conversation, I was like, I, I bet she's a manifesting generator. That's so <laughs> sensing funny. the manager in me. I can recognize in other people too. I'm like, what you're saying sounds like me. <laughs> yes. I was like, wow, that's so funny. Oh, I knew it. And have you, like, I don't know what learning about your human design has it helped you? Yeah, definitely. I think 
you know because the way that and a lot of it comes down to societal expectations as well of things like needing to be a certain way and learning that oh wait there's actually a whole bunch of people out there and this is the way that their minds work and there's not something wrong this is actually the way that you work best and it's actually looking at things that maybe you previously thought of as flaws is actually wait this is a superpower I get to be excited about so many different things and bring so many different visions to life and then also being aware of my not self theme so for anyone who's not super familiar with human design it's just like when you're out of alignment this is like how it's going to manifest for you so the not self theme of a man in gen is frustration and I know it's like when I'm feeling frustrated I'm like oh here we go (laughs) yes I can relate to that so much as a fellow manifesting generator and I'm kind of crazy but I love just getting to know people in my life so I have like all of their birth times and their charts and we talk about it those who are willing and open but I've realized that I am not surrounded by any manifesting generators. So sometimes I feel like I'm like the crazy one because I'm constantly changing my mind and everybody else is like, I need to be on a routine. And my my family, they'll be like, why do you stay up so late? Like you should be like going to bed at a decent time. And then I'm like, no, I have my own time. I'm doing life on I'm my own time. Yeah, I'm like, I can't be bothered with that. Leave those routines away from me. No, it's just so funny. Um, yeah, so I know that was kind of off on a tangent, but I definitely was like, I just need to know. <laughs> so tell us um, a little bit about the law of attraction, because I know that you like to talk about that, but also how there's more than just the law of attraction, because I feel like so many people think the only way is the law of attraction, but there's so many different universal laws. Mm, yeah, and I think the law of attraction is a really great entry point and it begins to express things to people in a really easy way. And I think if people heard about maybe like all 12 or depending on who you ask, numerous universal laws straight away, it may feel a bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So once you've learned about the law of attraction, that kind of opens a window or a door to explore more. And to anyone listening, like there's no do this, do this, do this, and then you'll have learned everything there is to know about manifestation because there is always more to learn. But just just pick the parts that resonate with you or that you're feeling intuitively led to and begin to explore those parts further. So for example, this often happens to me with books. And the first time that someone mentioned the power of now to me, they recommended it when I was going through a challenging period and they're like, this book would be really good for you. I didn't like I heard them, but I didn't really hear them and I just wasn't ready to read that book yet. And then when I had set off on my travels, I was moving overseas from Scotland to Australia by myself. It unexpectedly turned into a solo trip three weeks before. And I was in this cafe in Thailand and it was one where people just like kind of left books behind and then on my table just sat the power of now on that table and I was like damn it's time for me to read this book and it was like exactly what I needed to hear at that moment in time so with you if you're wondering like oh is this something that I should explore is this something I want to look deeper into like anything that you've got that like kind of inkling of curiosity or I don't know why but I'm just feeling like really called to this at this moment in time that's where you should lean to so if you're hearing us talk about numerous universal laws and you're like oh my goodness so much to learn so much I don't know just pick the one that you feel like ah like I feel this has been coming up for me a lot recently and that's what I want to explore so for me in a lot of my work the law of polarity um the law of action and also the law of rhythm are ones that I find really fascinating and help add a lot of context to manifestation that the law of attraction can often leave out if just taken at face value 
Absolutely. And I also love too, that it was kind of like that sign and synchronicity that you were meant to, you know, pick up that book, learn about law of attraction. Are there any other crazy signs and synchronicities that have happened in your life where you're just like, wow. Oh yeah. All the time. So one of my signs that I have given myself is whenever I see money on the ground, like doesn't matter how much money it is. Um, that is a sign to me that like whatever financial goal I've set or any amount of money that I'm going to manifest, that it's going to come to fruition. So I always, pick up money on the ground even if it's like a 20 cent or I'll sometimes find like uh I don't know if you have 50 dollar notes in the US but in Australia we have like 50 50 dollar notes so sometimes I'll find like 50 dollar notes in the ground I'm like yeah it's abundant AF I also get equally excited about the 20 cents on the ground I'm like yes the universe sent me this gift no that's honestly so important I think especially for money mindset because it's so easy to just pass it by and be like oh whatever it's just like a penny right like here it's just a penny it's just one cent but everything is abundance if you think about it and the way that we speak and talk about money can have such a powerful effect long term I even like to too like when I'm paying my bills because who likes to pay bills not many people but if you switch the perspective and you're like I am so grateful that I'm able to pay this bill and you do it with gratitude it can literally change even just a little bit of your money mindset and then you're starting to attract more abundance So I love things like that. That is awesome. So I'm curious too, because I think to talk about why boundaries are so important when it comes to, you know, attracting what you desire. So if you can explain a little bit more about that. I think the relationship that we have with boundaries can have a huge impact on our manifestation process. And I think the main reason that this is, is because your time, your energy, your resources, all of those things are really precious. And so when we're giving those things away or we're letting people like encroach on those boundaries, it's is taking away that time, energy and resources away from the things that are actually important to you and that you actually want those time and energy and resources to go to. So if you find yourself saying things like, oh, I don't have time or I wish this person would stop doing this, but then you don't have like a conversation about what your expectations are and more than like having a conversation about what your expectations are. But when someone like then encroaches that, you also have to be like, you know, not just be like, oh, well, I guess I can do this. And just like, you know, you have to be firm in that. And so for example, for me, like the days that I work and the days I have podcast interviews on I can't have days where I'm like I can't back to back do calls Monday to Friday because I know that I will just like burn out and I won't have the energy to talk to anyone so I will never do calls on on Mondays or Fridays and I like to do my calls like generally early in the morning and the reason why I do this is because I have boundaries not only for me, but for the other people that I'm working with, whether it's a podcast interview with you, whether it's a coaching call with someone, like I want to give the best of myself to me and to the other people that are involved. And we have to look at boundaries from that perspective rather than, oh, like I'm being a certain type of person if I say this is what I'm available for and this is what I'm not available for. This is a standard that you're setting for yourself and also for the universe. And it becomes then like an expectation. Like, of course, my life gets to be like this because that's that's the standard that I'm setting. Yes, exactly. I love that so much. And I think too, I think it's really hard for people to set boundaries. I know I struggled with it for a really long time, you know, trying to work through people pleasing tendencies and all of that and feeling like, you know, it's my fault that everybody's upset when I set a boundary, but really it's not your responsibility to take on their emotions for, you know, putting yourself first and prioritizing your own, especially like when it comes to mental health. I mean, that's so important, but for those listening, I'm sure 
York, a lot of you can relate to just struggling with setting boundaries, but as Afia said, it's, it's so important to do so. So if you could give an overall big tip when it comes to attracting what you desire, manifestation, what would that be? I think it would be getting like really grounded in who you are. It's very easy to get like lured in by the shiny object of like, oh, this would look good or that person has that, especially with like the social media times that we're in Mm -hmm. right now, which would be crazy. Mm -hmm. But actually realizing what you want and what's important to you, what your values are. And I learned what my values are. And when I learned like who I was on a deep level as a person, which by the way is, is constantly evolving, but having like this base idea of who I am, it's just like something just like shifted. Even the way that people like reacted around me were different. Like people would be like, wow, you're just like out here doing all these things and enjoying alone. Or, oh, you just have this like presence about you. And I'm just like, it's because I know, I just know who I am now. And when you're manifesting from that place, it feels like it's easier to build momentum. It's easier to stay the course when the challenges come up because you're grounded in something greater than just this would be nice to have into this is who I am. Absolutely. I love that. And I think too, there's something that people push like this idea that we're like lost or we don't know who we are. But I think it's really all about just kind of like how you said earlier, remembering who you are, because I don't think that we're ever truly lost, but it's just like, we've got all of this conditioning from, you know, who we were raised by or society or friends we had. It's like, we have all of these perspectives of ourselves that are based off of everybody else's opinions of us, that it's hard to remember who we are. But really when you work on that, like inner growth, the inner work, self-development and whatnot, you can remember who you are. And it really, is so helpful just remembering exactly who you are and do you find that there's different ways for you to notice what's meant for you and what's not like does your body give you any clues to that yeah yeah and I think it's a misconception that manifestation should be easy because I wouldn't say that necessarily all of the time it's easy and sometimes you'll make decisions that are are challenging because you, you know that's a decision that you have to make to be in alignment with with who you are but I will say that I definitely do get and I love that you mentioned your body because you do get like just and it, it could be so slight that you could miss it if you're not so in tune with that it's just like oh wait a minute why did my eye twitch or you know just something like really subtle so you have to kind of learn what your how to decode the signals and signs that you you get because they're going to be so different from person to person so for example money on the ground to someone else might just be like oh that, that's a random gift for one day whereas I'm like this is the sign yes. you know so you have to be like really cognizant that you get to kind of make your own rules you get to create your own map and you have to begin to think about where you want to explore and how to go deeper into your own manifestation journey and yes other people are absolutely there to guide you to support you and you have to use a degree of discernment so that ultimately you're listening to yourself first and these people are here to guide you but they are not you absolutely absolutely because it is so easy to allow other people to all of a sudden direct your life and it like you said it's 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 about you. You're your own inner compass, that intuition that's guiding you. Um, and I used to struggle with that too. That's why I ended up in college, you know? So, and like you said, it's not easy at all to, you know, get to that point in your life where you're able to be grounded in who you are. It is work. 
but it's so fulfilling in my opinion to just finally take back control and just be like you know what I am the leader of my own life you know make your own choices and I think too back when I first started all of like my own journey to where I am now I think some of the biggest things for me that held me back were fear and I think a lot of people listening probably struggle with some sort of fears as well. Have you ever had an experience in your own life where you had this overwhelming amount of fear that took over? And how did you work through that, if so? Yeah, multiple points. And sometimes even today, I think, you know, as a manifestation coach, I absolutely have my own limiting beliefs that I'm working through consistently. And for me, when that fear comes up, it's a lot easier for me to identify that now and to separate that now. Whereas previously back then I would have made it mean something about me. And I think whether it's like manifesting something amazing or whether it's a challenge or limiting belief coming up, you can't make it mean anything about who you are as a person or how worthy, deserving or good enough you are these are just things that are happening but they don't like have any sway on this is hard to conceptualize and to think but don't don't make things mean so much about you because then you're going to attribute your whole worth to things outside of you rather than things inside of you so if you are going through a period right now where you are feeling fearful one of the things I would say is rather than immediate feeling like I shouldn't be feeling this way I don't want to be afraid it's like actually giving yourself the space to to process it and to witness what you're feeling because when we're just trying so quickly to get rid of something and we don't have the capacity to hold it that's when it can set in that you you don't actually know how to manage those difficult emotions when they come up or even worse than that you begin policing your own emotions and not letting yourself express things and having that space to express things and to to hold yourself is so so important absolutely I love that so much that is a great explanation of you know exactly how fear can make us feel and honestly too I think back of like one of my points in my life too where I was looking at fear from this perspective of like internalizing it as well and just being like if I fail because I have a big fear of failure <laughs> so that's why I didn't take many steps in the beginning if I fail it means that I'm not good enough I'm not good enough at what I'm doing or you know all of that but when I look back now I'm like well actually the reason why that didn't work out was because it wasn't meant for me I always believe there's something better and I think that too had that can really help when it comes to fear um and so I kind of want to know as well if like you think back to like your child because I'm I'm huge about inner child healing and all of that if you could tell yourself something from like as a child what would you tell your your inner child Mm, I think I took on like a lot of responsibility from a very young age and I think I also attributed a lot of my worth to things like school grades and things like Mm -hmm. that so I would I remember I actually got my grades for my degree and I got a first class honors which is the best that you can get and then I looked at the individual grades and I had like like three A's maybe two B's and two C's and I was like two C's and I was truly devastated even though overall I'd already got the best grade that I could get I remember being like so heartbroken that I'd got like two C's in my exam paper and it really it it didn't matter at all but to me I had like internalized that so much and attributed so much of my worth to that so I think that and also just like having more uh, allowing myself more space to explore what I actually wanted to do because I felt like I was very much funneled from okay you go to school and then you go to uni and then you get a job and then you like have a house and kids and that's like the trajectory and then when I felt like I wasn't tracking towards that I felt like I was so so behind and I think that can be a really big fear for a lot of people. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's that whole comparison thing that we do. We compare where we're at right now to where everybody else is at. And if we're not where they're at, we feel like we're behind. And I always have to like tell myself, no, that's their timeline. Like I have my own timeline. doesn't matter where they're at, you know, got to focus on where I'm at and how I can just keep going forward. So I definitely can relate to that a lot. And I love that advice. Now, I know you talked about The Secret, but do you have any other books that you've read that you think that other people should read when it comes to learning about law of attraction, manifesting? So many, so many. Ah. So um, in, in 2020, I was living in Melbourne. I mean, I am still living in Melbourne, but I'm traveling at the moment. So we had like, <laughs> over the course of two years, we had six different lockdowns. So I spent a lot of time inside. So I was like, I'm just going to read 52 books this year, personal <laughs> development books. And I have so many favorites. So uh, for money mindset specifically, Rachel Rogers, We Should All Be Millionaires. I love the way that she talks about how women haven't actually had access to their own wealth for that long. So no wonder like our money mindset can be warped around money when we haven't had the ability to feel confident, to feel safe, to explore money in the same way that men have. And also talking about building wealth through minorities and reframing what it means to be rich and to be wealthy and all the opportunities that can come with that that's just one of my favorites for that um for limiting beliefs existential kink uh by carolyn elliott i love the way that she approaches limiting beliefs and talks about um how we actually derive pleasure from holding on to our limiting beliefs and how we have to kind of own up to that in order to break through and move through them and then for my all-rounder manifestation money everything happy pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gikandi and he talks about quantum manifestation he talks about wealth like spiritual wealth financial wealth mental physical everything and he talks about it in such an interesting way and if you're someone who also likes to listen to audiobooks he actually has him narrating the book for free on his YouTube channel so you can you can listen to the whole thing there oh that's amazing awesome I'm definitely gonna check those all out because I have yet to read them and I'm looking for new books to read so that's great 52 books in the year is so impressive I struggle with that so much it was so intense I wouldn't recommend it I was that's a lot of reading I'm like dang that is amazing wow so yeah I really do appreciate you coming on today and I would love for you to let everybody know where they can find you follow you because you have a podcast as well that will be so helpful for everyone listening so you can find me on social media fiasalter underscore you can find my podcast the manifest edit podcast and then if you want to dive a little bit deeper into what we've been talking about today i do have a free masterclass on the power of subconscious manifestation it's like a, a 10 minute masterclass don't worry i'm not going to be like keeping you for an hour and a half but really goes into some of the more science behind the manifestation principles that we've been talking about today and I'm sure the link for that will be in the show notes that is so amazing yes it will be awesome thank you so much again and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week you too